This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Well, well, well. <laughs> Victoria Eames, here we are once again. Once again, it is of an evening Cheers. because guess what? We're in oh, fucking lockdown. That's right. Da, da, and you predicted da, it last da, 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 week. I did. Well done for preempting. It's like that, the whole, you know, telling someone their nan has died with a jingle. Yes, it's true. Yeah. We're in lockdown. We're in lockdown. If only <laughs> Boris had done that. Imagine if he'd done that yesterday at 8 pm and his live little wankerish speech. Yeah, I think that would have been a much more uh, palatable thing to swallow than this <laughs> massive dickhead jizz idea of oh, putting the country on lockdown 24 hours after he took <laughs> to go back to school. <laughs> yes, mate. What a plank. <laughs> yeah, absolutely infuriating. Um, so you're now homeschooling. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's day one. How's the uh, mania? Has it set in yet? Uh, you know, sometimes when you're just a little bit like you border on looking like a psychopath because you're just smiling and laughing yeah. a lot. That's where I'm at. The pre-stabby stage. Yeah, that's um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Confinement with children uh, in any context is always going to end with some stabbing. Once again, Vic, delivering <laughs> such positive <laughs> vibes on this very bleak, very bleak two minutes, <laughs> two minutes, and there's no optimism. I'm going to give you some real low blows here, Vic. I actually feel like before we go any further, we actually need to make a public apology to somebody. Oh God, who, who, who is it now? Fucking hell! Actually, you need to make a public apology to Callum because Callum has informed us. Of why we should never use the term truffle butter. Oh, oh God. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm all, oh, is this going to ruin the oh, cheese wow. for me? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, go uh, on then. It's a thing. It's a thing. If you uh, look it up on the Urban Dictionary, it's an actual thing that both you and I were completely and utterly unaware of. Um, and he says it refers to the tan substance, feces mixed with extraments, that accumulates around a woman's vagina when a man removes his penis from a woman's anus and then inserts his penis into the woman's vagina to continue having sex. Oh. Ah ha ha, truffle butter. He said, I ha, uh, he actually said he gagged when you discussed truffle butter because he instantly thought about the truffle butter around a woman's vagina that is effectively cum and shit. Oh, Laura, I've, well, we've, we've hit an all time low. That is terrible. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Who knew that was an actual thing? A bit. Um, so, I d where does it accumulate around the woman's vagina? 
after so so the man's done his business up above no 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 oh. no okay we're going both ways all right so he's enjoying it up it's an bum. in out in, in out, out you shake, and shake it, it all, all about, about scenario okay you do the jizzy pokey and you turn <laughs> around that one and that's how your bum gets travel butter <laughs> no your bum doesn't your, bum your vagina doesn't. gets okay, travel butter we're this is getting oh <laughs> so <laughs> So he's put his penis in your bum. Right. I mean, not my bum, because I'm not having any well, of that we're, these we're, days. We're, we're rolling with this, okay? Right, dick in your ass. Yeah. And we've gone, I've had enough of the dick in the ass now, because I don't think anyone can really sustain that for any long period of time. And we're going to pull out, and we're then going to stick dick in the vagina, okay? So when the dick goes in the vagina, the dick has all kinds of stuff, and the stuff accumulates around the vagina, and that become, forms a butter, that you would, um, let's say, like Marmite. And it is certainly not to be spread on toast. (laughs) Or in between uh, layers of brie. Or layers of brie, no. I feel so utterly repulsed right now. Do you even want to eat that cheese ever again? No, I don't. Uh, Which reminds me... fucking Callum. (laughs) No, fuck Callum. Callum... Don't I don't want to know about this kind of these kind of filthy things. I thought that <laughs> this podcast was no holes barred, but I tell you what, the truffle butter that is not going in any hole. That is that is barred from this podcast. In fact, not. Happy but it about can't that. be. You can't unbar something. You have you fucking put the word out there, yeah, and now everybody is innocent. plagued with the image of. I instantly, I think of buttered, buttery Marmite. That's all I can think of. Oh, God. It, I just think it's a real accumulation of multiple layers of, of, of juice, of fluids. Possibly. But he's not bits. done. He's not. He has not ejaculated yet. Like, oh, if Steve shoved his God. dick up my ass, I wouldn't then go, yeah, put it in my vagina. I mean, that's asking for thrush. Yes, it's a very unhygienic practice. And not even thrush. It's going to be cystitis. That's what you're going to get. Well, cystitis is your piss hole. No, no, but cystitis is bacteria going up your piss hole. And where do you get bacteria from? A pooey willy. Yes. Um, I would like to say that I haven't learned this from experience, but I might have done. <laughs> there was no truffle butter. How do you know? Get Rob up here now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, be like, oh, yeah, actually, there was quite actually, a lot of yeah. truffle butter. Uh, and I just wiped it on the sheets. <laughs> so I just I rolled it up into a little ball in my fist. And then I went to the toilet to dispose of it to save your dignity. <laughs> Thanks, God, Rob, you gent. God, God love him. God love him. Do you know, this is, this is, I feel like this is fate now, as we do believe in fate, you and I. I was going to start a new segment of this show. Oh, what was it? Called, um, I mean, I actually haven't thought of a name of it. This is a bit of an anticlimax. Oh, um, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to hit you with some sex terms and see if you knew what they meant. Oh, this is, oh my God, how weird is that? Well, no, and I got um, one Can we just confirm? We haven't actually discussed this before. No, we haven't discussed this. So I that's... was thinking about it today when I was trying to be a professional and plan, you know, that thing, that? whatever that is, fucking God knows. Um, so shall I, seeing as we've started with that, gem, oh should we just God, follow on with this? It I feels, just can't believe it. it. It feels it's like the natural progression, does it, it not? It feels so natural. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Have you heard of figging? No, I feel tactical already. I feel yeah. like this is like a, the the buzz around. You know, it's like, like um, yeah, fastest finger first. 
is the clue in the name, perhaps? Yes, this is where I'm going. Figging. What could figging be? I feel like it's a bumhole scenario. It absolutely is a bumhole scenario. Well done. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Oh, God. Is it sticking fruit up your ass? It's sticking something up your ass. Oh, God. You'll never guess what it is, though. Go on, go. Okay, so figging is the act of inserting a piece of peeled ginger into someone's butthole. Figging allegedly allegedly originated as a non-sexual form of corporal punishment on female prisoners by the Greek and the Roman empires. Who knew ginger could be such an anal sting? Annihilating anuses all over the land. These days, the term can also refer to the general infliction of consensual pain on the anus. So if I was to go, Steve, I'm going to fucking fig you tonight, he'd be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> As I get my truncheon out, I'm loose. The truncheon of ginger. <laughs> I've just got this. It's taken me eight hours to carve it. And peel it. Mate, some of the pieces of ginger that you can pick up in the supermarket, though. Pretty spectacular shapes and sizes. Quite slippery once you've... uh, It is. uh, It's a natural lubricant, I guess. Yeah, maybe. So just lube, but not for passion. No, (laughs) just for pain. I'm sure sure somebody probably does. 100%. Instantly makes me never want to trust going around someone's house if they have a ginger-orientated meal. No, well, I use ginger all the time. I've always got some knocking about the cupboard. Definitely not coming (laughs) to you. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I'm not coming to yours for dinner. I put it in every curry I ever make. Mm. Mm, but not <laughs> up the bum hole. Never Are you sure? <laughs> I can't say that I've ever looked at it and gone, oh, I wonder if I could tantalize Rob's anus with this tonight. <laughs> but I don't think it's Rob would want to be tantalized. I didn't know ginger could burn that badly. No. I mean, if somebody had said, you know, got a fucking finger in a ch- chili seeded chili and then. <laughs> I do want to interrupt because chili. that was beautiful. <laughs> Hang on. Or just shoved a chilli up someone's eyes. You don't even put your finger up there. You could just shove a chilli up there. I could believe that. <laughs> no, but you know what I imagine is if you did it with chilli, that you'd take the end off the chilli and then get the seeds out, de-seed it, and then you could just pop it on your finger, couldn't you? Hello. Like a little chilli sheaf. And then... It, whoop, yeah. Whoop, like that. The chilli the chili Johnny. Maybe we are giving many people ideas of how to spice up their sex life but just remember guys the anus sucks things up and takes it into it the is a vacuum. intestine and it will kill you and you cannot explain why there is a peeled penis shaped piece of ginger stuck up your ass to the uh a&E department oh god and you can imagine the burn you know sometimes when you're shitting so much that you thought you're going to throw up yeah if you put a chilli up your arsehole, can you imagine the burn from your bum hole to your throat? I can feel it. I mean, the closest that I've ever come to it was um, accidentally beating my bum hole when I was pregnant that time. Yes. Came pretty close. You had that yellow goo hanging from your anus for a while. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. Um, if there's anything that's ever put me off eating, it's you. Yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, I think I've put a lot of people off a lot of things on you this have, podcast yeah, I true, really have very true I think we both have we've done a joint effort there love now truffle butter gone dead <laughs> yeah. dead to me and ginger dead in the fucking water two more fucking food sources ruined in the space of five minutes am I good work Laura virtual high five that's an award <laughs> there should be an award for that one uh, have we got another one uh, no, I'm going to do one a week. I, was just, I thought it was just a nice little oh. starter. Oh my God. It's leaving so. me on the cusp there. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what? I'm like, I'm all or nothing, mate. 
Well, would you like one of my um, Google icebreaker first questions that I have? Because yeah, I thought I've also done my research. I actually haven't. It's just on the same list as last week's. Yeah, go on then. So, I mean, you've got to bear in mind that these are icebreaker questions, okay? First questions that you would ask people. It's not necessarily something that I would ask somebody. What fictional place would you like to visit? How the fuck is that an icebreaker? What? What fictional if place? Met you for the first time. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm definitely not being her friend. She's a fucking loser. <laughs> and yeah, here we are. And I'm asking the question. Now answer it, you slag. Uh, Do you know what the other one is? What's the other one? Tea or coffee? Question mark. Oh my God, these are so shit. Fucking tea or coffee? <laughs> tea or coffee? This is like going on a date with a really shit man. He's got no bants whatsoever. No, no, it'd be like uh, tea, coffee or me. Uh, <laughs> you take that with milk or sugar or my balls. My vagina. <laughs> uh, what fictional place? Oh God. Um, do you know, I can't even think because... I don't even know what fictional place. I can't think of a single fictional place. All right, Bali. There you go. There's mine because you're boring as fuck. Well, that's not a fictional place, though. It exists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Narnia. 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 <laughs> Bali. <laughs> fucking Bali. That magical mystery place. Bali. So, uh, yeah, that is an actual holiday destination. You can no, go Fucking there. Narnia. All right, there's snow. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, Narnia. Yeah, you're allowed that one. Okay, Narnia. That TV show really creeped me out when I was little. What Narnia? You were probably like, fucking making off to it, weren't you? Oh, mate, I was all over that. <laughs> fucking loved it. All time top wank well, programs. What's the thing called with the goat legs? What's that? Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. There you go. Then, well, she does really like it. She said that with a little sexy oh, glint in her eye. By the way, just putting it out there. <laughs> She likes her hoof on her hoof. <laughs> Mate, I can't even think of any. Just more I think about what I said, I regret every moment. <laughs> Bali. You, Why? You fucking Bali. You brought it on yourself, babe. <laughs> <sighs> right. I feel, have we exhausted that one, do we think? Yeah, fuck it. Let's move on. I've kind of got, this isn't really an agony on. It's more of just an inquiry. And it has come from, hello, a... Oh penis owning male oh we do love a penis we do love a penis we've had callum oh this is the men's week it is men's week so just finished listening to your christmas special and fix waxing story i have no preference on fuzz or no fuzz on a woman but i was wondering what you ladies thought about shaved or unshaven balls i personally like my balls to be smooth and then give the surrounding area a bit of a trim my current partner absolutely, and I think this is a little, it's a little far-fetched, adores my smooth ball bag. I don't oh, think adore, any woman no is women ever adoring a, a smooth, all hairy ball bag. There's no adoration. How long have you been together, sweetheart? Because if it's a couple of weeks, she's fucking lying. Yeah, she's lying. What are your thoughts and do stroke would Steve stroke Rob indulge in a bit of male trimmage? The unfortunate thing there is I thought you meant would Steve stroke Rob? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Actually, he would love, he'd love to have a drink with him, but he wouldn't want to stroke him. Even if he'd shaved his balls? 
Well, by the sounds of it, it's more his bum hole we have an issue with. I think, would we be correct in saying that, Vic? Yeah, we are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of is the answer to this query from my point of view, that um, I don't I don't think it's physically possible to shave Rob's balls. And if you did shave the balls, God knows what you'd find there. Possibly Narnia. Well, possibly. I'll climb in. <laughs> It's the enchanted forest. Um, yeah, I I think that balls are ridiculous mm. generally. They are the most unflattering. Unsightly. This is where the nickname Bernard Matthews comes from because yeah. it literally is a turkey's neck, in my opinion. Yeah. It is a turkey's neck. So does Rob does Rob Nito down there, is he a trimmer or is he just, a, I'm going to let it run wild? No, he's definitely a trimmer. He's yeah, a trimmer Steve's because trimmer. when he's not, it literally looks like Groucho Marx is in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you once... Oh my God, I've never laughed so much in my whole life. I'd gone to bed before him and he came up, so it was pitch black and everything, and then he got ready for bed and then come into the bedroom and had his phone on. <laughs> it was like a spotlight that he was pointing at the ground, but he was totally naked. And when I opened my eyes, all that was at the like, bottom of the bed was his fucking massive bush and schlong hanging out. With a spotlight, like this theatrical spotlight. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I thought I was getting robbed by Groucho Marx. I've never laughed so much in my whole life. It was hysterical, but generally he gives it a little trim with the beard trimmer. Yeah, Steve's a trimmer. I like, I don't like a full bush on a man, but then also at the same time, I can't say that it would be a, a big no. No, 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 it would just, no. Be, a, it, it would just be a no. Just, just one no. But I'm also, I can honestly say I have never, ever looked at Steve's nutsack and gone, oh my God, you trimmed. <sighs> I adore never. you. I adore them. <laughs> She adores them. No, mate, she doesn't fucking adore them. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. You're clearly going to listen to this and be absolutely horrified at the result that we're telling you. But nobody likes that fleshy fucking meat bag that looks like the dead carcass of a fucking chicken skin hanging from your dick. Nobody. You adore a puppy. Yeah. You adore your kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you don't adore, <laughs> adore testicles. testicles. No. No. It's not a thing. Never no. going to be a thing. No. Just forget that she ever said it because it's all lies. And move on. And move not on. Not without her. Just move on with her. <laughs> and just know. Dump her. Just know that <laughs> she's a fucking liar. Maybe you do want to move on without her. Don't trust that bitch. If she's listening. Hi. Hi. So glad that you're here. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, in answer, I do like it well kept, but I'm also not like, oh my god, you have not shaved. Yeah, I, you know? I'm not. Bothered. And I don't want it bare. I don't. I don't want it bare. No, because then it it just looks like a, a shit hanging out of a bum hole. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. So yeah, I hope that I hope that answers your query. Old smooth balls. Continue, continue to wax or trim, but just know that. Do what you want. It's, it's, yeah, it, I, I really couldn't give a flying fuck. I don't care. <laughs> My waxing friend told me about how they do the back second crack. Oh, oh it's pretty hardcore. 
Um, so they do the front bit first and they have to like hold their willy up completely. And oh, so, so it's tight. Yes, because you know how much excess skin there is in the ball bag area. It's like a fucking parachute. And they have it to like, like hold it out. Taunt. Taunt. So she can apply the wax and so a little bit like you know, you know that face hugger in Alien that kind of flies out of nowhere. Like one of those, it's just being clipped out like I've got like a real image or like the predator's face when he opens his spikes out like that, but just like chicken skin. Yeah, exactly. Or like a flying squirrel. Fla- deploying its wings. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. A flying squirrel deploying its wings. That's such a better <laughs> description. And they have to hold that for the duration. It sounds horrific. And then they turn over and totally spread the cheeks and do that, get that all off. I'd just much rather know. You know, that's why I know that I'm not in, I, I couldn't be in that industry because I'm way too immature to cope with that. I oh, know, you just laugh your head I'd off, laugh. wouldn't you? I would, I would, I would laugh and laugh and laugh. And also there must be men that get erections. Yeah, she said that there have been a few that just oh, get stiffies. God. That's like, oh <laughs> God, what would you do with it? Again, that would be another thing. I would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> you've got an erection. <laughs> Your willy's gone hard. Although she said that you know, they get like a rolled up towel to put over their willy. So because maybe some men would just get it from the touch, you know, yeah. even though boiling hot wax is going on it and getting ripped off. It's still much. Yeah, but you know that there would be people that would be into that. Yeah, definitely. And also it's just like, it's the t- touch of somebody touching that area. Yeah. I think if I touch Steve's side, get an erection. Yeah. Luckily Rob's basically dead inside. So it takes a lot more work than that. <laughs> Lucky for me. <laughs> Lucky you. He's as dead as a corpse. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. <laughs> um, so I actually have a story, but it's a little bit like a continuation on from your story last week. Oh, okay. Okay, so I've just been listening to your latest episode and it reminded me of something that happened to me a few years ago. I have never told anyone this before. I love okay? this. I love oh, I know. the first time revelations on this podcast is brilliant. I know, so do I. Okay. I broke up with my boyfriend and so went on to the standard slaggy phase. There was a guy from work who fanci- who had I'd fancied for a while and he invited me over when he found out I was single. We all knew what was going to happen. So we had sex and during it, <clears throat> I decided to give him a blowjob. So I whipped off the condom and chucked it over the side and went to town. When we decided to start having sex again, he asked where the condom was. Turns out it was his only one. No probs, I told him. Reached down at the side of the bed, located the condom, put it back on and resumed the mediocre sex. The next morning, we did the awkward naked morning breath while trying to get dressed without being seen in the daylight. And then I noticed the condom on the floor. It was full of what looked like to be smeared on shit. I had a really bad feeling about it. Well, you would, wouldn't you? So when he left the room, I had a look down the side of the bed where I'd fished out from the night before. There I was greeted by dozens... (gasps) 
of used condoms, all of various stages of yellow to brown jizz. Oh my God. Oh wait, mate, it gets a million times worse. Turns out when I retrieved our semi-used condom, I actually retrieved a fully used one (laughs) with someone else that was weeks old and then allowed him to fuck me with it. It was the most mortifying moment of my life. I got out of there as quickly as I could and never returned. Oh my God, it's like, that's like the actual behaviour of a psychopath. A psychopath (laughs) that has kept every single Conquest condom and what, as a trophy. That is like a murderer's trophy, but in the sex context. It's the fact... It's the fact that he knows that he has his little trophy cabinet down there and he didn't go, all right, sweetheart, that's actually Tiffany's from two weeks ago. So you're going to want it. That's, yeah, don't go for that one. Go for Why this one. Why would you keep them? What? I don't understand. Because he's a lazy prick who clearly doesn't have a waste paper bin. But that is going to honk. That is some oh. honky business down there. And she worked with him as well. Oh, my God. That is horrendous. I mean, <laughs> she's had someone else's vag, vag juice. Yeah, all over. I mean that was like a threesome. Fucking hell, that's rough, isn't it? It's so rough. I mean, would you have that conversation where he walks back in and you go, "Oh my god, what is this situation here?" Hello, maybe you need to get a little bag and have a little tidy <laughs> round. If you're gonna keep it, mate, put them in a fucking drawer. <laughs> Gabby prick. When was the last time you changed your bed sheets? If that's how many condoms you have on the side of your bed, you're gonna get an STD from that. Well, she, I don't think she did. She said that the only thing she learned from that was to always carry a condom. But yeah, you should never, ever. If you take a condom off, you're never supposed to put it back on again. I don't even know how you do put it back on. Well, yeah, because it turns into just a little like wet squib, doesn't it? You would literally have to fucking blow it up and then quickly try and slap it on. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> so all for her, maybe because it was like wet from the fact she'd spat all over his dick, but maybe the lubricant, it was just slid right back on like an absolute dream. But if it still got cut in it though it will it would have done oh god that's <laughs> horrible and it would have been really grid. cold though right oh any condom would have felt cold and on initial touch wouldn't it but no you, nobody's looking over the side of a fucking bed and expecting to find someone else's condom it's the fact she worked with him as well she's gonna have to see him every day i know that's the one thing i don't know did she what like what what happened after that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've I've slept with a few people that I've worked with, and it's um, it's never a good idea. No. <laughs> Just putting it as she learned. <laughs> not only was it she fancied him, but then the absolute calm down that it was mediocre yeah, sex. That's not that's not great. I had brilliant sex with someone that I worked with, but um, yeah, it didn't end well. So there we go. And then you married Rob. And so then it's, I, all okay. it's, it's all, all okay. right now. It's all all right. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to bring that trauma back. The lesson that we will take from this is don't sleep with people from work. And don't, don't reach in the dark for a condom. Don't reuse a fucking condom if it's come off. Just end it there and then. I know. But can you imagine being mid-flow and being like, oh, the best thing for us to do right now is to go to sleep. Yeah, listen, don't, I mean, I can't say anything because I've had many STDs. So. We, all, we, all, we all know, we all know that the condom's going back on. you just got to hope to God that it's not Sandra's. I'll be like, don't worry, I'm on the pill. <laughs> <laughs> Never and take that, my advice. And that is why you get chlamydia. Do not take my advice. I had no sense. The only thing that I can use an excuse is ignorance. Of being young and thinking that was dumb and literally full of cum. <laughs> literally full of chlamydia infused cum. <laughs> <laughs> Rimmed with a 
truffle butter. Oh, delightful. Right, should, delight. we, should we have another little story? Go on, darling. Let's delve. All right, so here we go. So this is a little cringe-worthy period story. There are oh, so many of them, aren't there? There really are. So when I was 18, and I'd been with my boyfriend at the time for a couple of years, we went to go and stay at his dad's house for the weekend. I was on my period, quite heavy. But on the Saturday night, when we went to bed, a blow-up mattress in a downstairs office utility room. After a few drinks, we were feeling a bit randy and decided to do the dirty. As it was dark, we couldn't see the extent of the mess. But the next morning, we woke to a shocking scene of bloodstained sheets and duvet at your fucking in-laws house as oh well. my That's god so how did you explain that it had soaked through the duvet too oh no panicking we decided to shove the feather duvet and sheet into the washing machine conveniently <gasps> located in the room we were sleeping in we put the wash on didn't say anything and soon said our goodbyes and left halfway down the motorway we got the most cringeworthy text message ever from his furious dad and stepmom asking us to buy them a new marks and spencer's duvet <laughs> Oh, the shame. Oh, mate. Also, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to call this one. Go. Dad and stepmom, bit of a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one thinking that? Well, my only thought was maybe they didn't see the blood and they just thought that they put the feather duvet in the washing machine and it had been ruined. But I'm sure you can put a feather duvet in the washing machine. I've definitely done well, that. Well, also, part. it's not like they left shit smeared on the walls, no, is it? No, exactly. They actually did. They put a fucking duvet in a washing machine, which is the least offensive thing anybody can do. <laughs> But even if they did see the blood, it'd be like, oh, bless her. She started her period and she didn't want to tell us. We'll move on from it. Yeah, I know. But people are cunts, aren't they? Cunts. Cunts, and it, yeah. It was an M&S duvet, Laura. I'm guessing that was a bit spenny. Well, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't care, to be fair. You put, you put a fucking duvet on it. No one's going to know there's blood underneath anyway. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's just revealed the state of your duvet. <laughs> you could hide a person inside a mattress and people wouldn't know. <laughs> or a dead dog in a suitcase. <laughs> Wait. Yes, we should address that. That's either an urban legend or it's been told multiple times. Yeah. So people. tut, tut. <laughs> Don't be telling us shit stories that aren't real because we will find them out. <laughs> We will read them first and share them on the podcast. Obviously, and then we'll establish afters because we've obviously got to get our laughs in somewhere. <laughs> Either way, it was a funny story. And urban legends come from somewhere. They've obviously started from yeah. somewhere, haven't they? So it, That story could have been from the 70s. Who gives a fuck? Mate, if people are genuinely shoving butternut squashes up their asses, then I fully believe that someone has taken a dead dog in a suitcase on the tube and it got stolen. Well, why not? Stranger things have happened. Or when in Rome... <laughs> Don't think that's saying go somehow. When on the Piccadilly line. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pick fluff off your penis. <laughs> oh, God. So horrific. The memory will forever haunt me. It, it will forever haunt me as well. Have you ever had any disastrous bloody sheets scenario going on? Or yeah. just anything embarrassing like that happening at the in-laws? No, you know, I remember being 16 and my best friend and I, we went to Holland to her auntie and uncles and I came on with period and we were sharing a bed. And I got out of bed and I went to the loo and I was like, and like when you're 16, you have proper fucking heavy periods yeah, as well, don't you? Yeah, those first ones are right buggers. 
And I like walked back into the room and I was like, oh, I've come on my period. She's like, yeah, I know it's in the bed. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Why is and it we so were... mortified? Like that kind of shit mortified me so much when I was younger. Even in my twenties, yeah. I would be so like, you know, like hi- secretly hiding a tampon on the yeah. way to the toilet, all that sort of stuff. And now it's Taking like... your whole fucking handbag with you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> But you know, yeah. any woman sees a woman goes to the toilet with a handbag, you're like, you know. I know, bitch. I it's know, always a secret drug deal goes yeah. on, isn't it? Like, shh, shh, keep it down, keep it down. Have you, you, have got, you, have you got the stuff? Have you got the stuff? Yeah. Handing it over the table, like full hand coverage. <laughs> yeah. You know, when they're like really long ones with an applicator, and you're like, oh yeah. my God, how am I going to cover On your sleeve. Who's the magic trick? Spider-Man <laughs> Just firing tampons Out of the applicators At you <laughs> It's period girl Yeah So yeah That's that's probably I mean it wasn't That much of a big deal Because my mate was like Oh don't worry about it But it, it was Because obviously I was in her Fucking auntie and uncle's house In another country And I was on my period I was like great The worst thing That happened to me And it wasn't a period But it was in somebody else's house was that I got very very drunk so did Rob we were both very 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 steaming and Rob had somehow like brought back a glass of red wine spilt that on the bed um which oh, is as oh, bad as blood really that in is, terms of it may as well be value and yeah. then some great fun I pissed the bed oh god <laughs> oh no oh that's bad and woke up and was like Oh my god, it's so warm in this bed. <laughs> it's like it's wet. It's beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Quite bad. I mean, the wine was bad enough. Shit. I'm going to make it worse now. It was in their child's bed. <laughs> oh, t- that's easier. I'd have been like, um, next time I come around, can you make sure you change Teddy's sheets? Because he pissed in them the night before and I'd fucking sleep in it. And it sticks a piss in there now. Um, yeah, full on piss the bed. And then I, you know, I had to somehow get these sheets into the washing machine when these were not people that I was familiar with at all. Mm, um, that's it awkward. Was quite awkward. And I was just. Did you get a furious text message saying, you need to buy me some new MS sheets? No, thank God. They didn't realise <laughs> because I think I just, I got them into the bed, be- into the washing machine. It was like, oh, I'm just the perfect house guest. I've done all the washing. I've stripped the bed. Don't, you don't need to. <laughs> I thank flipped me. the mattress. <laughs> I've opened the <laughs> yeah, windows. Right. I've air freshened the room it did flip the mattress i was i was like so mortified i was like oh you know at one point or another they would have figured out you pissed that bed a hundred percent and they probably listen to this podcast so sounds jane (laughs) hi jane and nick (laughs) (laughs) oh you are going to hell i am thick Yes, my love. Vic. 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 Are you still there, Vic? <laughs> um, it's been a, a hilarious week, oh, Laura. I just, I actually, before coming on, I thought I so need this. It's always a pick me up. And it's happened, and I swear to God, it has invigorated my soul. <laughs> I know. You do actually look <laughs> like you're beaming with happiness right now. Yeah, I, I am <laughs> beaming. Literally, the off my tits on happiness. I hope it brings that level of joy to everyone listening as well yeah me too me too and if it doesn't well why the fuck you still yeah, listening this is fuck off fuck off um because this is going to be <laughs> let's face it it's going to be a tough couple of months in it so yeah any relief any 
any light relief is is needed right yeah, now is is welcomed welcomed into the folds of my truffle butter vagina vagina yeah come 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 <laughs> chin chin so i'm gonna burp i'm really sorry if you heard that i tried to make it silent i did and it's fine it was like an Im- implosion yeah of i hate air. those i hate those do you not feel like it's going to expand your esophagus? Yeah, big time. They're worse when they're yeah. implosions up your anus, though. Those are the worst ones. What, like ginger? <laughs> like ginger. <laughs> a ginger implosion. <laughs> ginger implosion. <laughs> Sounds like a tea, doesn't it? <laughs> nice little anal ginger Implosion. Um, anybody for a ginger implosion? <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. What is it? We'll bend over and you'll find out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, please keep sending in your hilarious stories. And agony aunts. And agony aunts. And any general life queries that you have, we are here to answer like them adorable all. balls. Adorable balls. It's a, an excellent question, one that we enjoyed answering. And, um, yeah, send us more of those. We loved it. So if you'd like to do that, you can do that by either emailing us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can you do, Laura? Well, Victoria, they can head on over to our Instagram page, No Holes Barred Podcast, <laughs> and pop on into our DMs. And while you're there, why don't you give us a cheeky follow? Yes, do it, you leeches. Um, don't even know what I, I said, said leeches. Yeah, you leeches. <laughs> you fucking leech. <laughs> follow fucking us leech. out of us. and um also i mean i feel like it's a wasted venture now because i don't think anyone listens but let's say it anyway rate and subscribe you can do that on itunes i believe yeah you can uh you can rate you can subscribe on any platform yeah so you can subscribe on spotify all those which, other which basically that means that you, to mention. you get a notification when each show comes out. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. that's correct. That's spot on the bloody money. So just a little reminder that there's a 45 minute deposit of filth waiting At to least. be ejaculated into your ears. Because when we first started, Vic, we used to make them 30 minutes and we had an echoing chorus of people going, why the fuck is it only 30 minutes? Yeah. So we upped our game. We've upped it. 45 to approximately 50 minutes is now yeah. the average show time, which I'm yeah. sure you're thrilled to hear. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> over the fucking moon. If you're still here, well done. <laughs> I've checked out. <laughs> Emotionally and physically. Um, yeah, so thanks for being here, Vic. Thanks for being always. here, Laura, and thanks for being thanks. here. All you lovely no holes barred slags. Let's say goodbye. We'll say goodbye. I'm walking away. I'm walking away from this filth. Uh, see you next Tuesday, Laura. I'll see you next Tuesday. Ta 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 ta. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.